Bitcoin has broken out to a year-to-date high, pairing nicely with the news that PayPal is now going to start accepting crypto transfers. In my opinion, Bitcoin is breaking out purely based on technicals, and the technicals for Bitcoin are looking fierce. But just like I predicted, the altcoin market is not sleeping and not getting crushed. Quite the opposite. The alts are absolutely zooming. And that's why I put out my video yesterday that Bitcoin season is, in my mind, more of a mental construct than a reality. And that's because a lot of alts will stand to do incredibly well with an increase in the liquidity in Bitcoin. That's more money and more profits that I believe savvy Bitcoin investors will be flipping into alts for higher returns. And that means more opportunities for gains in the altcoin market. So if you guys are excited for this episode, going over this explosive move from Bitcoin to almost $13,000, a level we haven't been at since mid-2019 and before that years ago. And of course, the effect on those incredibly generous, life-changing altcoins, then go ahead and smash that like button, obliterate it, destroy it for me and the YouTube algorithm because the bullish winds are starting to blow once again. And I'm very excited about what could be coming next in this industry. Of course, remember that each and every comment on this video is entered to win your very own Ledger Nano S, but that giveaway is for subscribers only. With that said, let's dive in. Bitcoin has been bubbling on this 12K resistance and yesterday we broke through it once once again, this is now the third time we've broken through 12K resistance here in 2020, showing that this Bitcoin bull does not want to quit. In fact, it's pretty clear on the chart that there are strong parallels with what was going on back in 2016, right towards the end of the year as Bitcoin started bucking and trying to get back to that all-time high of the prior cycle. And some might credit this PayPal news that PayPal essentially came out with some very positive news about cryptocurrencies for the boost in price. Obviously, Litecoin got a nice boost as well. And this news was, of course, that PayPal would support four cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. Now, some noteworthy Bitcoin bulls, such as Plan B, creator of, of course, the stock-to-flow ratio, essentially a theory that relies on the dwindling mining reward as evidence of why Bitcoin should explode exponentially upwards. Well, Plan B says, okay, we can forget this PayPal quote news. Crypto in the PayPal account cannot be transferred to other accounts on or off PayPal. So this is all a big PayPal nothing burger and just entries in a centralized PayPal database, nothing to do with, quote, Bitcoin. I would say this does have something to do with Bitcoin because you can get exposure to the asset now through PayPal. Truly, you owning your own assets and having true freedom of money flow. No, it's nothing like the crypto idealism that we hold and cherish. However, this is, to me, a step towards something that would give many more people the opportunity to at least have exposure to the asset. It's kind of like a Robin Hood move. And he says, still, big news as we can see in the price action, nothing burger was perhaps a bit too much. Millions of people can easily buy, hold, sell Bitcoin exposure on PayPal, just like trackers or funds. And some of them will sell at some point and buy real Bitcoin, meaning private keys, etc. right? He's saying that this is a step and an on-ramp and this is completely how I see it. When people get mad at things like Facebook Libra and other decisions like this by PayPal, I push back and say, hey, this is infrastructure we did not have before and having people step towards something a little crypto-y and a Away from something a little fiat-y is good, in my opinion, on the whole. Imagine once people get exposure, they start seeing their Bitcoin holdings going up. They then want to do more with their Bitcoin and they realize they get deeper into the community. They realize that, hey, I should really be going about this the right way and owning my keys, owning my coins. Those are steps, but you don't just go from one to the other. In fact, the idea that you would need to be your own custodian for a lot of people is jarring. So seeing at least this news to me is great news, even though it still does not in any way compete with what 
I think of as some of the more revolutionary coins out there. And the founder of Utrust, Nuno, said, in case you are confused, Utrust equals on-chain payments, PayPal equals off-chain payments. And again, you know I'm bullish on Utrust as the, quote, PayPal of crypto, and this still holds because Utrust is truly facilitating the on-chain payments ecosystem. And we're seeing right now that regulators are going to be keeping PayPal in a very, very constrained box. And while this PayPal news is amazing, the task remains the same for crypto companies and altcoins to continue to innovate, to elevate the ecosystem. If anything, this is just a bigger green flag that would bring in more liquidity and allow for this decentralized infrastructure to truly flourish while these big incumbents drag their feet and don't allow people the freedom and flexibility that crypto was really designed for. And all in all, I'm really excited by where we sit here at the end of October in 2020. And though this news was super explosive and exciting for Bitcoin, arguably Bitcoin's most important day of the entire year so far, which has been an amazing year for crypto, and we see that Bitcoin's gains almost exactly match that of Ethereum, 6.7% for both of the kings of crypto. But look at Chainlink, almost 9%. Look at Ren, one of my favorite coins, up 25%, over 30 cents. Look at RSR, one of my August coins that I've been talking about consistently, and I brought up when we were talking about the Coinbase custody list just a couple of days ago. RSR is a phenomenal team with a phenomenal mission, and look at them with a 50% pop in just a day. And this is the magic of altcoins, especially strong altcoins with strong fundamentals and narratives. Well, they're going to perform in this bull market condition. So don't let anyone on Twitter convince you that you should be abandoning your deeply researched, fundamentally strong altcoins because those will continue to be generous based on my research and based on uh, historical data. They will have tremendous upside while Bitcoin is bulling and bringing in more liquidity. And that's a lot to do with the fact that Bitcoin is being deployed in DeFi. Bitcoin is being flipped and those profits are being put into DeFi. So seeing a lot of these cheaper alts pump really hard while Bitcoin's going up will not surprise me, even if some sort of older top 20 alts get a little bit of the wind sucked out of them. Everyone was talking about how much Bitcoin was sucking the air out of these top altcoins, but look at them now. They're performing really, really well. Teller having a great day back above $20. We even see Dia having more gains than Bitcoin. Fala obviously is down 11%, but remember, we started talking about this thing at literally a little under seven cents. And so even while it's been rocky, this thing is still between a two and three X above where we talked about it. And this was even in the, the bearish market. I could see Fala going up a lot more than that. This was our last gem that we did before I really kind of pulled back on the gems because Fala to me should have stayed above 20 cents and moved even higher. I saw Fala as more of like a 35 to 40 cent token. And so seeing it come down from 22 cents and just sort of come right back down to earth made me realize that the market might not just be valuing the good coins like they should anymore. But seeing it pop back up, we see Darwinia Network, Ring having a nice day. Um, Injective is down 8.2%. I actually got into Injective and I'm really excited about what they're doing. Injective is like an alternative to Serum, but they're also integrated with Moonbeam on Polkadot. So they have Polkadot. They were incubated by Binance Labs and then they were the first Binance Labs, which is like their incubator project, to make it onto the Binance Launchpad and actually get the full IEO treatment. And they're integrated with Polkadot and their competitor to Serum. And if you look at Serum, Serum is sitting at about $55 million market cap. At its peak in August, Serum got as high as almost $200 million. So for Injective, this would be almost a 20x for it to catch up to the peak of where Serum was. Obviously, Serum has the tie to SBF Alameda and to FTX. However, I do see Injective as a really high potential project. And again, Teller, I mean, this thing had an all-time high of almost $90, sitting here at about $21. I believe that there will be another Oracle season. And so if that Oracle season hits, this thing going back to all-time 
high, if not higher, to me is kind of obvious. They've been putting out some serious updates, so it's nice to see them perform. Again, if you guys can see a trend here, all the coins that I was excited about at the beginning of September when the market collapsed, well, those narratives and the sort of moment we're in for DeFi and what the industry needs, the prevailing and most interesting use cases, well, I still see those as the most prevailing and interesting use cases. I still see there being a ton of value there. So as the market turns back on and the altcoin market gets hotter, whether it's right now or whether that happens with more stimulus over the next couple of months, all I know is that the projects that I was interested in in September are still the projects that I'm interested in. And that includes things like XDI stake, which again, this 11.8% gain outstripped that of Bitcoins. Obviously, it fell more than Bitcoin. But again, XDI stake, everyone was clamoring to get into XDI at $30, $40. But here it is at $13. It's fallen significantly. So I think XDI stake is entering into an interesting buy territory. I think layer two scaling and in general scaling are things that will be hot button issues going forward. And one of my favorite projects, Anchor, slightly outdoing those gains of Bitcoin, but coming down significantly from when we first covered it. Anchor, I think of as a pretty integral resource here in this next era of blockchain. So I have my eyes on Anchor as usual. And like I said, Fallon Network, I think of this as a pretty good performer here. At 16 cents, we covered it at 7 cents or a little under. And so it's right now, you know, on its way between 2 and 3x. And seeing it during these sort of bearish conditions continue to grind its way up makes me excited that there could be some serious room to run here once we get a full another sort of heating up of the altcoin market. And I wanted to cover this news as well that Tron is essentially circumventing the OKX withdrawal process, letting users, quote, manually withdraw their OKX tokens. Uh, the OKX withdrawals are frozen and we really don't know when they will be unfrozen. It's very disturbing. And in these conditions, you'd expect for this kind of FUD to create some serious price drops in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, but it really did the opposite. We're seeing some heat come into the market despite all this FUD, which is counter to what you would think. Uh, regardless, Tron Foundation has given its users the option to withdraw the TRX held on OKX accounts on a one-to-one -one basis. The foundation has explained to users that they can transfer their tokens by opening the OKX app and selecting internal transfer, which provides the options to transfer to a designated Tron-affiliated email account and an official cell phone number. And so they're essentially using this internal OKX function to circumvent their withdrawal process that needed to be confirmed by StarZoo, who's now under police investigation. So what we're seeing here is that Tron is being innovative to try to get their customers, their users' funds out of OKX and essentially distance themselves from whatever downside might be coming with the OKX police investigation. Can't help but say that this is a positive. And I've been talking a lot with the Parsec team, who's also been working to sort of recover funds from a hack event. We're going to be coming out with a full video with the team of Parsec explaining everything that happened, the decisions they made, and how they're going to take care of their community going forward. I personally think it's very positive, the decisions they've made, the progress they made, but I'll let you guys be the judge. I'll be releasing that video at the end of the week as they announce some of their programs that they're launching in response to this event. Again, there are questions of decentralization raised here, but it's good to see projects doing their best to protect their users because that should be the number one concern is to protect good actors in the space and grow the network of cryptocurrency. At the end of October in 2020, it seems that history is repeating itself with Bitcoin bucking upwards towards its all-time high, giving us significant hope, especially as it decouples from the traditional stock markets, which are suffering slightly today, while Bitcoin is absolutely explosive with gains and same with the altcoin markets. This is extremely exciting and bullish, though we will need more confirmation on the trend to see whether this is just a temporary sort of flash in the pan moment or whether this trend continues and we really do make that march up towards the previous all-time high. Again, my timing, if we are to be on the same four-year cycle, is to see this kind of materialize in the beginning of 2020. 
2021. And in my opinion, as I think has been proven today, altcoins are going to be a tremendously generous source of gains if we are to see the past repeat. And I believe that there's a lot of evidence that that's happening, especially seeing how hot the altcoin market is. Coins that we love talking about here on the channel doing incredibly well as Bitcoin makes its move. I think that the narrative that Bitcoin is going to crush and destroy these alts on its way up is a little bit overblown. And if you guys agree with that, do me a favor and smash the like button. Regardless, just know I hold over 50% of my cryptocurrencies in Bitcoin. I think it's the smart thing to do, not financial advice. But just know I'm not telling you to completely abandon Bitcoins so much as not to completely abandon the altcoins. And in this climate, in this moment, I think it's almost right for us to start introducing again some low cap gems that I believe the market will be ready to support. So if you guys are excited for that, do me a favor and smash that like button. And of course, remember that if you want to be the first to know about the low cap gems that we cover, the best way to do that is to subscribe and have that bell notification on and set to all. YouTube has been known for censoring content like this. So if you want to be the first to know about the coins that I'm most interested in, then the best thing you can do is subscribe and put that bell on. As usual, feel free to leave me a comment in the comment section below. Know that each and every comment is entered to win your very own Ledger Nano S. As usual, if you want to connect with me personally, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Elio Trades or join my Telegram group. The links for both of those are in the description. I hope this gains-filled, optimistic, decoupley day filled with PayPal news and other positives has left you feeling good. And I hope you guys enjoyed the video. As usual, my name's Elio Trades. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you very soon on the next episode.